Learning to swim is fun. British Swim School is welcoming all new students to start their journey in the world of water. The team of highly trained experts at British Swim School will show your little fish all the ins and outs of life in the water, while also sharing valuable knowledge on water safety. So, is it time for your kids to get their feet wet? Sign them up now at BritishSwimSchool.com. That's BritishSwimSchool.com. British Swim School. Make a splash. Hi, this is Kevin McCullough. Thanks for listening to the Christian Outlook podcast, where we cover today's issues from a perspective that honors your Christian faith. Our podcast is brought to you through a partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I trust you'll enjoy. Joining us on the program is Jay and Rayanne Payleitner. They've got a book called Girl Dad, a father-daughter duo discuss truths that impact a girl's heart, mind, and spirit. It's going to be available uh, May 9th. We know that the father-daughter relationship is incredibly important, very profound, and so we're so glad to have Jay and Rayanne with us. Welcome to the program. Uh, hey, Tim. Uh, good to be here. We have lots of friends in Seattle, so uh, we enjoy uh, talking to you guys out there. We're out in, we're out in the Chicago area. Excellent. Well, we, we're so glad to have you on the program today. We're excited to be well, here. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, th- this important. We'll talk about the book. We'll talk about the relationship. But I guess what what motivated you to to write this book? Um, uh, excellent question. Uh, well, first off, uh, uh, books for dads of daughters sell twice as many as book for dads of sons because, of course. We're scared to death about that whole thing, and we think we know how to uh, relate to uh, to sons. Uh, uh, but, I, but I signed this book contract with a, a, a publishing house for a, a book for uh, to write uh, a book for dads of daughters because it is a, a sensitive subject that needs some input. And, and I've written more than thirty books on family relationships, and I was diving into this thing, and uh, uh, as I often do, I sent. Uh, I, well, I wrote some brilliant chapters on my your daughter and her hopes and dreams, your daughter and her friends, your daughter and her, her boyfriends, your daughter and this fallen world, your daughter and her self-image. And uh, I realized that I needed some input, and that's where Rayanne came in. Rayanne, how about you? you have to, oh, yeah. So, you know, growing up, like my dad said, he's written over 30 books. Uh, uh, around the parenting and, and family-based subjects for men. And uh, oftentimes growing up, he started writing books when I was about 10 years old. Uh, and so growing up, oftentimes his office, which is only about 12 paces away from our kitchen table, he would come out and, you know, want to bounce some ideas off of or get some get some uh, new insights. A lot of his books are 52 things that kids need from their dad and, and titles like that. And so he would come out and say, guys, I have 38, you know, help me. Help me brainstorm a little bit here. So it wasn't it wasn't a new concept of him asking asking just for insights or asking for ideas. But when he was writing this particular book, I happened to be uh, overseas. I was living in Ireland at the time, and so quite a quite a distance away from that kitchen table. And so uh, instead of talking it out, because at the time technology isn't what it was today, and obviously time zones played into effect, I decided to just type out uh, my responses to those chapters and, and give them some ideas. Uh, and then I just sent them off on my way, figuring it was the same uh, same path that we had done 20 or so odd times before. Yeah. Uh, t- t- Tim, you, well, Tim, you I'm, I'm know assuming... that. 
I'm, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you guys had a great relationship, even though, Rayanne, you, you uh, wanted to be, you know, 7,000 miles away from, from Jay in, in Ireland. I'm, I'm sure you guys were, uh, were pretty tight. <laughs> uh, uh, Tim, uh, Tim, you have to know, uh, yeah, your, your, your listeners are going, why was she in Ireland? Uh, Rayanne uh, was the an all-state softball player in here in Illinois, and she ended up surprising us by going to West Point, the West Point Military Academy in in New York, and she hit the home run that sent them, that sent the Black Knights to the NCAA tournament. Great experience there. But uh, through that last season, uh, she blew out her knee and got some concussions, so she had to leave West Point. And there was a, that was a, a season of uh, of discontent there that summer uh, because we didn't know what she was doing. She surprised us again by saying, "Yeah, I'm going to law school." in Dublin, Ireland, at University College Dublin. So that's why she was over there. Um, but the point was, uh, the, the, the bigger point is that she wrote these, uh, these long paragraphs on, on, I wrote these brilliant chapters, and she wrote these long paragraphs on maybe what I got wrong or some things I missed or something I could have written better. And, it, I, and at first I was like, what? And then I'm going, wait a second, this is great stuff. And so I quickly emailed my publisher. I said, hey, can my daughter write this book with me? And they thought that was a great idea. And so suddenly, my 10 chapters that I thought were brilliant are even better now, because Rayanne gives a perspective afterwards with things like um, uh, 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 Rayanne's reality checks, or Rayanne's uh, uh, Q&A with dads kind of thing and, and such. Anyway, but the point was that um, I thought I had written a good book, and it's a great book now because Rayanne, and she's got her name on the cover, and I'm on my book number 38, and this is book number one for her. So we'll see, and it's been a blast. It's been a blast to get to, to, to dig deeper into our relationship and know that we're going to help some dads along the way, I think. Rayanne, what was your first thought when your dad you know, reached out and said, hey, I'm, I'm going to write a book on, on being a girl dad? What, were, what was going through your mind at that point? Well, it's interesting. He wrote he wrote a different book when I was about 15 called 52 Things Daughters Need from Their Dad. Um, and it's, it's one of his better sellers. But I, I like to tell people, honestly, of the 52, it's about 40, 40 stories about me because he has four sons, but, but only one daughter. Um, and, of course, he pulled from, from the men in his life and, and his other experiences. Uh, but there are, are stories in that book that even my best friends don't even know. Uh, and so, uh, but when he told me about this book and the whole concept of, of being a girl dad, uh, he came at it from an angle of what are the different insights that we can give dads, uh, ways to, to look uh, at their at the relationship with their daughter, ways to improve it, obviously through every stage of life, right? When they're little, it, it's easy, uh, you know, it's easy for that. Uh, all you have to do is make time for them. Uh, but as they grow up and they become their own person, uh, you got to build that relationship, and, and that relationship needs to evolve with you. And so when, when he asked me to join alongside him, I knew that he would give great insights. Uh, but my goal as being the girl half, right, of girl dad in the book, uh, was to represent every, all the daughters that I could. All those girls out there, and not just as, you know, the little princess uh, that every dad will always see uh, their daughter as. You're always going to be 
their little girl. I know that. You can't, can't fight that. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but I also want them as dads to see them as complete people with, with flaws, and they're going to go through things, and they're going to evolve as people and go through different stages, and they have hopes and dreams, and they will go through tough times, and, uh, and they're going to relate to the world differently than you uh, for a number of different ways, but also just because they're their own person. Uh, and so I wanted to just bring those insights uh, to those dads. So he gives the insights, but I want to give them the perspective uh, perspective and the context to mm. best use those insights in relating to their daughter. Jay, is there any sense, you know, for you when, when you kind of went, started on this project, um, you know, because I, I would imagine, you know, you're, th- there's a certain, I, I would, I would just go out on a limb and say, you know, a certain amount of vulnerability, right, that you have to say, okay, I've got to, here's here's what I did right, here's here's where I, I struggled, um, you know, here's here's the things that, man, I wish I could go back in time and, and, and change just like anyone. Um, I mean, and this is a, when, when you're talking about, you know, your family, when you're talking about being a dad, I mean, those are, there's not many more vulnerabilities in life than how do you navigate that jay when when you're when you're saying man I, i'm going out on a limb and i'm i'm i may hear things that i may not want to hear about um about what it was like to um to raise rayanne and things like that talk to us about that well uh, you you are exactly right tim and you have hit upon your 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 fatherly intuition uh, has hit upon exactly the vulnerability that we have to have as dads um yeah i experienced that when i opened myself up to rayanne's uh critique and criticism but dads we got to do that man we got to we have to uh, understand that we have to not beat ourselves up when we make mistakes we have to be ready to apologize we have to be ready to engage and you know what if you if you find yourself pushing your daughter away or she's pushing you away stop and 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 say hey i need to end this conversation and every conversation and every interaction with your daughter pulling her towards you um even when she when she walks down the you know and slams the door of her ba- ba- bathroom excuse me bedroom we need to uh we need to go knock on that door and say Sweetheart, I hate when this happens, um, but I know I need you to know that I love you, and we're going to get through this, and we're going to keep talking about this. So the point is, um, maybe celebrate. And this one of the themes of the book is to celebrate your differences and celebrate even her defiance, Tim, uh, because you want her to work through things, especially when she's under your roof. You want her to try new things and, you know, and, you know, if she, if she quits tennis and breaks your heart, if she, if she joins the army, if she, she, you know, she starts a band, if she starts wearing no makeup or starts wearing too much makeup, um, she's going to go through things that you want to be there with her and, and come alongside her and, and still be part of her life. Uh, Tim, you've got some girls, don't you? Is that right? You've got a, two or three daughters? Uh, I've got four daughters. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> tell us, tell us uh, how that's going, Tim. Well, I'm recording um, in the basement, and they're uh, and they're banging upstairs. So right now, not great. Um, 
<laughs> well, uh, you, can you, you see my point, though. You've got to keep pulling them towards you because they go every which direction. Um, and your goal is to help, help each of those little girls. And, by the way, they're all different. Uh, you have to find, help them each find their sweet spot, Tim, and have their own faith. Uh, I, I know you pour into them with your uh, your heart and soul and, and your love for for Jesus, but um, you know what? They have to don't put your faith in a box. Uh, uh, you know, got to go out and, start, and look at the stars at night and and give them a little science lesson, but then also say, hey, man, who put those stars up there? So they learn to know their faith in context of life. I'm, I'm preaching at you here. I'm sorry, but I'm excited for you. They're younger. They must be younger girls, right? Yeah, they're. Uh, I've got 13. 12, 9, and 7. Okay, I don't want to put you on the spot here, and and Rayanne, correct me if I shouldn't be saying things like this, but does that 13-year-old still still sit on your lap? (laughs) As daddy? You know, she loves daddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. In a year or two, she might not, is my point. Right. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, she's, uh, you know, obviously in that, uh, you know, that that period of being able to you know become a, a young woman and, and and you know starting to learn independence and and those kind of things, but still you know it's you know how, how do you learn independence, continue to have a, a tender heart and um, and continue to have that childlike you know wonder for life and and, and joy and that that's uh I think that is. That's the thing that, you know, always goes through, you know, my head, you know, is how to, um, you know, continue to create joy. Um, I mean, life is life is supposed to be joyful and, um, you know, enjoyed. You know, we see that in, you know, in the scriptures. Right. I mean, it's it's uh, there's a reason, you know, God has created the things that he's created so that they would be enjoyed. And uh, life's hard right now, right? I mean, I'm here in Seattle. I don't know about Chicago, but you know, Seattle's been uh, ranked the number one most depressed city in America, the number one most anxious city in America. A lot of folks are just depressed and anxious. You know, kids these days, young people um, are incredibly depressed and anxious, and social media. And it's like, okay, how how do we continue to bring? The wonder, the uh, the wonder of life out, um, and, and that's always a, a thing that's on my wife and I's mind. So I guess that's a maybe a question for the two of you. How, how do you do that? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. One of my favorite parts of the book that I didn't write is um, is Hey Ray Ann, and every, every chapter has two or three questions that a dad might ask. And uh, I didn't have to write that part. Uh, Rayanne went ahead and, and wrote a, a couple dozen of those things. So let's put that in the form of a question. Uh, uh, Ray, hey, Rayanne, um, I've got a 13-year-old daughter, let's say, and uh, I'm scared that she's part of this culture that is just kind of chewing people up and spitting them out. Uh, give me some advice. I'm putting you on the spot here, my, my sweet daughter. <laughs> well, I, it is. It, it, it's a very – you're speaking to reality here, Tim, and and that's an important thing. I think that's something that often dads don't do, right? They close off their mind and they and they just want to put their daughter in that little little girl, little princess box, and they don't want to they don't want to realize that the world is going to happen, right? We are in this fallen world, and that's one of our chapters is talking about your daughter in this fallen world. Another chapter is your daughter and her own brokenness, 
And that's just the reality of life. Uh, and the, the more you can, as dads, uh, be honest about that with her and, and as best you can walk through that with her and be brokenhearted with her uh, at the state of the world, uh, the better she will be. She's going to have to go on these journeys herself. Uh, the best thing you can do uh, is, is, is certainly be there, uh, but a step further than that uh, is to give her, even sneakily, give her the resources uh, and the answers to her questions without her even asking. And that's not, you know, sitting her down and lecturing her, because she, she'll turn right off if you do that. Uh, but it's more uh, surrounding her with people that even if she doesn't feel comfortable, there are things she's not going to feel comfortable talking to you about or even her mom about. Uh, but she might talk to, you know, another uh, adult that maybe you've put into her circle, whether that be a, a small group leader or, or a youth pastor or even a family friend. Uh, maybe you know someone, you know an adult uh, that has, has gone through some of those struggles uh, and, and has come out the other side. Sometimes that's what your daughter – you can't be everything for your daughter as much as you want to be. Uh, but what you can do is be her advocate in the world uh, and in her circles uh, and, and to give her the support she needs. And when she does come to you, uh, to be there to listen – uh, and to be there uh, so that she can uh, give give you what you need to, in order to help her. I wanted to ask you to, um, I'll start with Rayanne. Uh, you know, Jay, you brought up about, um, you know, her athletics career. I could, I could just hear the, uh, the admiration you had um, in your voice about her uh, accomplishments athletically, and which, which is so cool. I uh, love that, and I, I wanted to ask you, Rayanne, what was that like, you know, for you? And you know, you played. Uh, obviously, it sounds like you played high level, high level athletics. You probably started when you know when you're little. And um, what was that relationship like? And I don't know, Jay, if you were a baseball guy or not, but Rayanne, what was it like for you? Um, you know, growing up playing softball as you did at a high level, um, did was your dad? Did he? Uh, what was that relationship like between the two of you? Did you get to a place where you were kind of burned out, ready to move on, or mm. self motivated? I'm curious about that. Mm. Uh, great question. Uh, we dive into a whole section on teams and teammates in the book. Uh, your daughter and her teams and teammates, because it was such a prevalent part of our relationship, uh, even if it's not a part of, of every girl-dad relationship, it was certainly pivotal for us. Uh, and so we wrote about it. And I, a lot of my favorite memories are of me and my dad driving to softball tournaments, uh, sometimes hours and hours away, uh, and playing catch in the side yard, uh, watching watching the Chicago Cubs together, all of those things uh, definitely feed into into that relationship. But like every young athlete, you're exactly right. I went through different phases. I went through. Um, I played other sports as well that clearly dropped off uh, throughout my athletic career. Uh, but with with my dad, you know, he started off when my my first traveling softball. Uh, team. He was he was uh, my coach. I was eight years old, uh, and we were terrible. I don't know if we won a single game, uh, but I am. We won I two games. Hey, Ryan, we won two games. Oh, we won two. Okay, I'm sorry. Wow, you I'm even sorry. remember that, Jay? Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doesn't that tell you something, Tim? Um, but I am still, I'm still friends with uh, with a, a few girls. Uh, keep in touch with a few girls who are who were on that team, uh, and. It really, it just, it, it didn't matter. The winning and losing, I know it mattered to me in the moment because every win and loss mattered to me in the moment. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, watching my dad show up for me, and that's what it was. It was he was showing up for me, uh, and, he, and he loved what I loved, uh, which, was, which was incredibly important to us. But as I grew up, he, you know, we, we, we talk about how we, uh, at some point, your daughter is going to surpass you in things, and don't you want her to, right? Sometimes it's athletically, sometimes it's uh, intellectually, sometimes it's academically, in, in her career, uh, whatever, relationally, whatever it might be. She's going to do things you can't imagine and surpass ground that, that, you, ha- that you couldn't imagine uh, as a dad. And, uh, and when it comes to sports, that's often the first way uh, that a daughter relates relates to her dad because it's it's a good it's oftentimes good fertile ground for a dad to relate to their daughter. But the warning I would give to dads out there uh, is that to not live vicariously through your daughter in the, in these periods of time when she's in athletics, but instead uh, be there for her, make her love your love, uh, and make her hobbies your hobbies. And that doesn't have to be sports; that could be anything. Uh, but as we evolved our relationship through all those coaching experiences, I mean, he talks about uh, when I hit the the home run in, in the uh, in the Patriot League tournament in my last season. Uh, he was there. He had driven. 10 hours to New York uh, to watch that game in the pouring rain. One of my favorite pictures that we have uh, is, is that day. And so it's allow your daughter to evolve, allow your daughter to go through different phases, whether that be athletically or not, uh, and allow her to exceed your growth. When I got beyond the scope of what I – he couldn't co- teach me anymore, you know, in, in terms of softball. I went out and I had to pursue different things. And he gave me coaches that would invest in me. You know, he found me lessons – uh, that would help me because he saw my passion for things. Uh, and that helped kind of coax me out of that, those different types of burnout uh, because I knew he was there to support me. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. I, I love, uh, love hearing that. And I mean, cause certainly, you know, it's a, um, it, as you mentioned, you know, it can be a, it's a great fertile ground, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's something even, you know, myself that I'm, navigating as a we're, we're a basketball family and uh so we you know sure. both you know might and and gymnastics but um but i'm a, i'm a i was a basketball guy so you know it was my girls love basketball and, and navigating through um that and how to encourage them but but not uh you know they've got to develop a passion themselves and so that we're we're kind of in the midst of that so it, it's fun to hear about Ooh. it jay how about you from your side well, uh, that was a fun chapter to write, the one on you know, your daughter and her teams and teammates. But I just need to turn to any dad right now saying, my dad, my, my daughter doesn't do sports. The same principles apply. Show up, uh, in, uh, in, uh, drive her, talk to her. Not so much about, uh, but wait, hey, how, how come you missed the cutoff man down there? Man, you took that, you looked at that third strike. It's more like, did you do what you wanted to do? Or how can I help you come along? Because, uh, Dad, you can't jump out in that. Uh, Tim, you can't jump out in the court and put your, your daughter's feet in the right spot before she takes that jump shot. You can't do that. <laughs> I know you want to. But you can uh, make sure she has the right gear. 
you can make, you know, at the right time, not when she's eight, but when she's 10 or 12 or 13, yeah, you can maybe invest in some some extra training for her. Uh, you can, you know, you can sharpen her skates or oil her mitt or do whatever you do in basketball to get her uh, ready to play. So there are things you can do. And then, of course, uh, you always got to kick around that idea of uh, how important is winning and I tell you, I tell you, Tim, I'm, I, as I'm talking to a, a dad right now, a young dad with his daughters, uh, Tim, the, the wins and losses are going to blur together. It's the well, hey, wait a second, Jay. You remembered the two wins from 1985. <laughs> well, that was our first season. And <laughs> you caught me. Oh, man, you're right. I'm, I'm lying here left and right. I'm full of it. I, <laughs> well, you're right. You're exactly right. That was that was quite the season, though. Um, uh, it, was, it, was, it was very memorable. And, again, uh, there, we, Ray, there's a girl that Rayanne is playing softball with. This week I saw her play softball with that were on that team, and they still laugh about it. Um, I only got thrown out of one game, Tim. I only got thrown out of one game. Uh, what did you get tossed for? I feel for? bad about that. Uh, and please don't follow my example of that. That's uh, well, I, well, we've okay. got to hear we'll more about this, Jay. What was, the, uh, <laughs> what was the thing that was so egregious that you got tossed? Oh, it was balls and strikes, and what a silly thing. What a yeah. silly thing to be uh, angry about calling balls and strikes. The umpires are doing the best job they can. Um, we will leave it at that, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, those kind of stories are in the book, though. So if That's you go, well, you know, what, how did Jay plow through that? I think we just sold a few books there, Ryan, because people want to know how you plow through that. And it really is. You know, afterwards, I'm broken. And I'm telling my daughter, man, I've messed up. Instead of being all sure of myself and being, you know, ah, that umpire's like, man, I missed that. I messed that. That's something I'm going to learn from. And yeah. I'm better now. I'm better I now. I love it. Well, I'll tell you, Jay, I, I got teed up. That I coached two of my daughters this year, and I got teed up this year. Uh, it's the only time I got teed up all season. We are up in Stanwood. Uh, which is a uh, kind of a rural community up north. And, you know, sometimes when you go to those, um, you know, it, it's home cooking. And uh, and so this ref made the call. And, and all I, I said to him, I go, welcome to Stanwood. And um, and he teed me up. And But my daughters now, they love that. They, they, they'll they joke about it. They're like, welcome to Stanwood, yes. Dad. You know? Yes. Yep, yep. You're exactly right. You know what? The conversations I got to tell you, the conversations we have now around our with my I got four. Rian has four older brothers, so that's why she's tough as nails, of course. But um, uh, the conversations we have now, and so you know what? Don't strangle your teenagers, guys, men. Don't strangle your teenagers because they're going to give you grandkids, and they're going to tell stories and share stories of what it was like growing up with your dad, with dad, and and pouring in and making mistakes and. All that kind of good stuff. It's a, what a delight. And you might even write a book called Girl Dad and, you know, sell, sell a million copies. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, tell me as we close our time here, uh, Rayanne, we'll start with you. What is, what's kind of your high-level hope for this? If you could, um, you know, just give your, your big picture hope that people will take away from this, what is it? Excellent question, Tim. I, my hope, like I said, like I said a little bit ago, uh, you know, dads are, are coming up to their daughters or they're holding their, their baby girl in their arm, right, when they're brand new. Uh, and they are their, their little princess. Uh, they swear to protect them through everything that will ever happen, that they'll defend them against the world. Uh, and what I want to show dads is, uh, 
and you might know it intellectually, but to really look at your daughter and see uh, the potential that is there uh, and see how she is a, a complete person, to see how uh, she's going to go through struggles uh, and that she's going to evolve. You know, people ask me and my dad, you know, well, your your relationship must be great now. Was it all was it always like this? And I always say, well, our relationship has never been the same. Our relationship has evolved as we've evolved as people, as we have grown and gone through different stages uh, and figured out what was important, gone through struggles or or difficulties, but also highs. Uh, and my big pitch to those dads out there is to say, you know, evolve with your daughter. Uh, let her grow, foster foster those hopes and dreams, foster uh, everything uh, that she could potentially be uh, and be with her. And that relationship will evolve over time. And I promise that if you stick around uh, as her girl dad, if you stick around uh, that, you know, that, that you being a superhero might stop and her being that little princess might stop. Uh, but the fact is that superheroes and little princesses, they don't exist. And, and they're boring, frankly. Instead, you get to be real people with each other who love each other in the midst of pain and support each other uh, while enduring failure and, and challenge each other to be better. Uh, and if you stick around, uh, my promise is, is that the best is yet to come. Because one day you might be friends uh, and, and find that joy in each other and in your history together. Uh, well said. Well said. Mm. How about you, Jay? Well, uh, I, I'm going to absolutely echo everything Rand said. But maybe uh, think about these three words, Dad. They should echo in your own head. Enter her world. Whatever season she's in, do the, do the teddy bear picnics and tea parties. You know what? She wants to do that or, or build the Lego starships or mud pies or, and do the hopscotch and do the chalk doodling. If you can look outside and your daughter's doing something once in a while and to be intentional about going out there, laying on the grass and looking up at the clouds and, you know, doing fairy gardens. But then be ready because that's going to change. You know, uh, take her to the batting cage or or uh, build a birdhouse with her. You know, uh, take her shopping this this Mother's Day. Take her, take your 12-year-old daughter shopping for Mother's Day. What a great thing that could be to ask her opinion on things. Um, uh, and then the flip, flip of that side is occasionally have her invite her to enter your world. Um, if you golf. I, sometimes I tell dads, you know, put your golf clubs away for a decade. Or, or the opposite side is invite your 12-year-old daughter to go golfing with you. What a thing that would be to, for forever and ever. So there you go. That, that's the idea of uh, every season look for ways to connect with your daughter by entering her world and vice versa. There you go. That's good. Well said. Well said. Well, I'm sure you guys are excited for this book to come out. And you guys, as you mentioned, you're out in Chicago. You're in St. Charles, actually. Is that is that right? Yeah, western suburbs, yeah. I've got a couple cousins in St. Charles. You know the uh, Ronconi boys? Uh, nah, name rings a bell, but I don't Mark think I know Mark and those. Johnny? Do you know Mark and Johnny uh, no. Ronconi? Uh, Rand, do you know no. that name? Those, those names absolutely ring a bell with me. So uh, glad to hear that you have some good stock out here, Tim. <laughs> That's right. uh, yeah, well, I, I, before we go, I need to brag on my wife. She just retired uh, from 12 years on a city council in St. Charles. She was an alderman here. And there's a story there about, uh, about uh, seasons of life. I tell you that for sure. <clears throat> oh, wow. Well, tell us about that. I want to hear about that. Uh, 
um, well, when when Rianne went off to West Point uh, 11 years ago now, just before, just around that same time, Rita uh, ran for city council. She had been a stay-at-home mom for uh, for 20 years, and uh, she uh, again the new seasons of life. So anybody who's going through a season right now that's tough, you know. God has something for you. He'll get you through. He's got something for you with with the new hope and new dreams for the next season. And so, uh, you know, we should check back in a year and I'll see how uh, my adult, my excuse me, my wife is doing with her new retirement. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, that's um, wonderful. Absolutely. And she's been wonderful. an inspiration to 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 Rayanne too all along the the way. Absolutely. I th- I think Tim that it also speaks to you know I remember when it was my senior year she was running and I remember at first I went what really you want to do that and it kind of took me by surprise but then when I realized it and I thought about you know all the all the different committees that she had led for her for me and my brothers all the different ways that she had connected to the community and, and invested in the town it made perfect sense and so that's a great example of how a how your your little girl your daughter you have no idea what she's going to be what she could be could be anything uh and even as she evolves through life uh her her hopes and dreams and aspirations and she's going to come up to you one day just as i did uh to jay and rita just as i did to my parents and say hey i'm going to go off to west point hey i'm going to move to ireland hey i'm going to make these changes uh it's going to surprise you at first uh but lean into that uh and be excited by that well, Rita might be the toughest of all you guys. I well, mean, oh, yeah, no you get involved in, uh, get involved in Chicago politics, that. man. That that's no joke. You might disappear <laughs> one day, you know. Well, uh, I'm sorry. So when I was the jerk in the stands, <laughs> I'll say that again. When I was the jerk in the stands, I had given permission Rita to move to Rita to nudge me or to remind me, not yell at me, not such, but, uh, uh, and so that's why it's a teamwork. It's, it's, that's why moms are so important and women are so important and daughters and dads, we're all so important. That's God's design for the family is to lift each other up and challenge each other and to hold each other accountable. Um, and, uh, that's why, uh, Rayanne will continue to surprise me, but I'm not worried about her because God has her. And she's already she's done great things, and who knows? That needs to be a you know what? That's last maybe the last thought. Uh, thank you, Tim, for letting us go along here. But um, when your daughter does something, or or does something, say these words, write these down, guys. Man, I am looking forward to seeing how God uses that in your life. When your daughter go finds her sweet spot where she's doing stuff, where she's where she's relating to other people or such, wow! I, I'm looking forward to see how God uses that in your life, because He will. That's wonderful, wonderful. Ryan and Jay, really great to have you on the program today. Uh, the new book, Girl Dad, a father daughter duo, discuss truths that impact a girl's heart, mind, and spirit, comes out May 9th. You can pick that up and appreciate having you guys on the program today. Thanks for being with us. Hey, God bless. Keep at it, Tim. We so appreciate you. You too. Thanks so much, Tim. Thanks for listening to Christian Outlook. Our program is coming to you today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you enjoy our podcast, take a moment and tell a friend to subscribe today.
Learning to swim is a magical time in a child's life. The excitement of the water, playing with friends, making memories on vacations that will last a lifetime. British Swim School has locations throughout the U.S. where we specialize in teaching anyone to swim, from babies to adults, beginners to those who need a refresher pre-summer. British Swim School's instructors make learning to swim fun with gentle teaching methods. Sign up your kids for swim lessons at BritishSwimSchool.com.